Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Drunk Women Solving literally have to stop. Hello. Hello. Oh, hi. Hi. How are we? Oh, lovely stuff. Uh, Welcome to Drunk Women Solving Crime. I'm Hannah George. I'm 35 years old, which means this is a geriatric pregnancy. Thank Yes, you're right to clap. Which, of course, invent a geriatric pregnancy is having a baby any time after you're about 15. But um, welcome to the show. Um, I will introduce to you my fellow detectives. This is Taylor Glenn. Taylor, how is the island treating you? Hello, it's treating me very well. I love the Isle of Wight, and you love me because I've been telling you that I'm Canadian. Um, <laughs> I've made loads of friends, eh? <laughs> Katie's enjoying herself, so can I please introduce Katie Wilkins? Hello! Katie, you've, you've been here for a few days. I have. I went to your, uh, your Tupnell farm. Yeah. Oh, mixed reaction for your, <laughs> for your own farm place with fun for kids. I, uh, it was good. It was good. <laughs> it, was like, it was the parents that were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was good. I went, we, um, I've turned into the mum that like, polices the queue for the trampoline. <laughs> I finally turned into my mother. <laughs> Richard will have his go. <laughs> <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, give me a cheer if you listen to the podcast. Oh, and give me a cheer if you're new to us. Oh, and give me a cheer if you're on the Facebook group, Venter Notice Board. Oh, it's been a fun, isn't it? I love it. Like, once a week, once a week, there's at least one post that says, does anyone know why Boots aren't answering their phone? <laughs> probably fucking busy, aren't they? They're probably busy. I love it. It makes me miss Ventnor. But I haven't been into Ventnor Boots for like 20 years because I remember when I was 16, I went in there to buy condoms because I'm a little fucking legend. <laughs> 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 Just like to say hello to my mum and dad who are in the audience tonight. Hiya. 
And I always remember it because I went in and the woman behind the counter was like my friend's mum and knew my mum as they would in Ventnor. So I thought, I'm just going to sort of hide in this aisle until that woman goes. And, you know, within 10 minutes, she was gone. This other woman comes up. I didn't recognise her at all. And I was like, brilliant. OK, this is my chance. So I go up to the counter and she looks at me and I always remember what she said to me. She said, um, do you want a bag, Hannah? <laughs> Never, I'll never quite forget that. <laughs> so, on with the show. This is Drunk Women Solving Crime. It's a true crime podcast with a twist. Of lime! Yes. Um, for the people that haven't listened to the podcast, it is a cult, so welcome. <laughs> and uh, I'm excited because I've got an Isle of Wight-based crime tonight. Oh. And as I was like researching Isle of Wight-based crimes, I found a couple of great tidbits. One is, for example, there's a guy from Ventnor, James Casford. Any Casfords in? Okay. Well, they're, they're not going to say now. <laughs> it's probably for the best. Who, in the 19th century, held the title of being convicted for drunkenness more often than any other living man. <laughs> that is Ventnor, isn't it? What a guy. Um, <laughs> um, so, on with the show. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the hormones kicked in then, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Just grew another finger there. <laughs> That's how uh, fetuses work, right? It'll finally have the six fingers it needs for Venda. <laughs> so, I'm very excited to introduce our guest. It's a man, if you can believe it. Ooh. You might know him as the vet from the Specsavers ever. <laughs> the patient who got a tap stuck up his ass in Holby City. Or most famously, the man who got me pregnant. Woo! It's my husband, Toby Williams. Toby! There we go. I mailed that a bit too much. Sorry about that. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> what a joy and a pleasure. <laughs> Just for you know, for Men's Month, whenever we have men on the podcast, we have them on four men a month in November, um, and I will be introducing every man we have on the podcast as the man who got me pregnant. <laughs> And at the end of the month, I'm going to reveal who it was. <laughs> Unless Dennis has been on, so... <laughs> Just saying. That's fine with me, fine with me. <laughs> He's a great guy. <laughs> now, Tobes, we ask one question on this podcast, and that's Angel Trousers. Have you ever been <laughs> the victim of a crime? Yes, yes, I have. Two stories. One is where I was the victim, another one where, where I, uh, I perpetrated possibly the greatest crime that the sweet shop... <laughs> on Bellevue Road in Old Basing I'd ever seen. <laughs> but firstly, I, when I was 18, I had a car, a Ford Fiesta. It was stolen. Oh. And a week later, I, I walked past it in the street. Oh. Like, uh, was it like, like seeing uh, an ex? You're like... <laughs> 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 well, I panicked. I, thought, well, I still had the key on me because in those days, you just had one key that did everything. It opened the door, it started the car, it opened the boot, it opened the petrol cap, and I was like, I'll just take it back. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got in and I drove off and I was going down the motorway. Oh my god! And I realised like, oh, something's something's not right with the with the car. And I, I took it to a garage and all the wheels were different sizes. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Well, I don't know. <laughs> was it was it definitely it. your car? What if it just looked like your car and you stole someone's multi-wheel That's car? That's a pretty <laughs> shit key system, though, isn't oh, it? But, like, to have a Ford key. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But genuinely, that happened once when I was Ooh. a kid. My mum opened the wrong car, put all our Tesco shopping in it. I was, like, four. Maybe my brother was one. It had the same car seat as us. 
and everything. My brother got strapped in, what? and then she and I was going, "Mummy, it's not our car. It's not our car." And she was like, "Shut up, get in!" Like, you know, it was it was raining. And then she sat down and she realised it wasn't our car because it had like beads on the seats. <laughs> And then she was like, shit, everyone get out, everyone get out. I was like, I told you, I told you, because I was, I was a really annoying four-year-old. And then um, my brother wouldn't get out because he thought he preferred this car because it, cle- <laughs> it, it was cleaner than our car. But the key just worked. The key just worked. Oh, that's terrible. I'm going to so be trying all the cars with my keys definitely, now. <laughs> definitely my car, because we didn't have yeah. a stereo. We had a mono. Okay. okay. Wait, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was one speaker with a, with a tape player over the top, and uh, they stole oh. my house of pain tape. Oh. And changed all the wheels into different sizes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, what's with this wheel shenanigans? So, did they sell off the wheels? Like, were they going to sell it for parts, but they were using it in the meantime? <laughs> that I mean, seems like a weird system, I mean, use right? bricks. <laughs> yeah, put it up on bricks. Put it up on bricks. But they were still doing runs into town. I get it. I get it. It's okay, like yeah, so it makes sense to you. Okay, great. <laughs> Good. Glad How you sold it. How different were the sizes? Like, was there a little, like, Oh, I mean, like, it was great. The car did not want to go in a straight line. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was like a clown car. And then what happened? What did you do with it? Well, I just paid a lot of money to get it fixed <laughs> well, and wished like, I'd never so seen it. So had you reported it to the police? I don't think they care, do they? Like, about <laughs> no, that cars. doesn't answer the question. <laughs> I reported it to my mum. <laughs> and she didn't care. And even when I saw it, when I found it again, I, I was like, "Shall I take it back?" And, I, and there was a, it was parked next to a phone box, so I called my mum, said, "Like the car's here, shall I take it?" She was like, "All right then." You know, uh, okay. The worst advice she ever gave me. <laughs> so what did you end up getting? You just paid lots of money to get your to get it fixed. Oh, so you did bust them. You could have like done a little stakeout and see saw who came back for it. My God! Well, with the right-sized wheels, or, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> or any more well, different kind of yeah, different different wheels, stabilizers. <laughs> that would have helped. <laughs> now, tell me about this trauma from the sweet shop. That wasn't a trauma at all. Oh, um, oh no, because you were the fucking. I perpetrated the crime. Okay, tell me the trauma you caused in a sweet shop. I don't know shop. why I did it. I was quite young, maybe like six or seven, and I wasn't the boy that stole. Well. <laughs> Unless your mum gives it the okay, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was my car. <laughs> the plan just popped into my head one day, and I was like, oh, I'm going to try that, see if it works. I didn't need the bubble gum. Didn't especially want it, but I was like, that will work, I'm going to try it. And not related to the crime, but that day I did find a 5p at the bottom of the swimming pool <laughs> at school. It was all like green and mango. I was like, I'll use this. <laughs> and my, my plan was to do it in plain sight, so I put my bag over my shoulder and had it around the front, and I went up to the two women with all the sweets in the shop. And, and whilst they were looking at me, I picked up the two bubble bubblegum and said, like, I'll have one of these, please. Oh, my money's in my bag. And then I went into my bag and came out, left the bubblegum in there and came out with my rotten 5p <laughs> and gave them that. And while they looked at it and said, can we discuss this? I picked up another one, oh. another bubblegum, took it and, and took my change. You fucking pig. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it, the stolen bubblegum did not taste good. <laughs> it does feel like you paid for it, though. I paid 2p for two 2p bubblegums. Oh, this is the heist oh, yeah. of the century. Wow. It's a switch and bait. It's I basically, think a, basically it's a Ponzi uh, scheme. This is deep shit. Yeah. At least you know who he really is now. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, why we do this podcast. But I wanted to steal, I wanted to steal in front of them. I wanted them to watch me do it so that... Then your sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> So Did I, it make you feel good to trick them? I was glad that it worked, but I wasn't glad that I'd done it. If so that makes any sense. So you weren't, like, you weren't high. <laughs> I was definitely like, I'm not doing that again. 
That was. Wait, uh, were you still eighteen for this one too? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say how old you were? I was about seven. Oh, I was right. about seven, and I was a good boy. <laughs> oh. Other than that, remember? Do you remember that sweet shop in town? Was it called Sweets? I believe it was. Do you remember that one? And it was run by an old lady. And I always remember this is I witnessed a crime in a um, sweet shop. In that sweet shop, it was just after Christmas, and I got a new bike, rode my bike down to the sweet shop, adorable, picked up some sweets. And as I went into the sweet shop, the woman, the old woman behind the counter, had given this man the wrong change. And he was shouting at this woman. And another bloke in the sweet shop said, Dude, like, calm down. Like, it's. It's not her fault. And then I got onto my bike outside the sweet shop, and those two men came out, and the man who was shouting at the old women headbutted the other guy, oh. and blood went everywhere. And I was there on my bike going, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do it. And um, I remember I went home, and I like threw my bike down, ran into the kitchen, and I found my mum, and I was just like, oh, oh, and she went, what have you done with your bike? <laughs> 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 oh, she's very good. Um, <laughs> so, James, we always ask, what would you say to the person now? So maybe the, you either say it to yourself my, the person or the person stole my that car stole and changed, changed all the wheels. Yeah. Like, mm. What were you doing? <laughs> I'd love to hear. I'd love to know what that was all about. It would be fantastic. <laughs> okay, a little bit of closure. Why are all the wheels completely different sizes from one another? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, fair enough, fair enough. So... Who's up for solving true crime? Yes. Well, yes, yes you are. <laughs> so, this true crime starts in 1796 in Ride. Oh, which as we know is full of wrongans. Um, uh, for you guys on the panel, Ride is like uh, like a shell. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyone from Ride in? <laughs> <laughs> she is not happy. <laughs> Do we have security? <laughs> You're very welcome. I didn't mean it. Ride is just a town on the other side of the island where the boat comes in. So, 1796, James Stallard. Any Stallards in? Okay. <laughs> he was born in Ride, and when he turns 16, he's apprenticed to a man called Old Razza Beasley. What? Razza? Razza. That's fantastic. <laughs> So we just don't put effort in with names anymore. Until now. <laughs> Lil Razzer in there. Yes, please. It's unisex. <laughs> Lil anyway, Razzer carry on, carry on. So my first question is, what job is old Razza Beasley teaching young James about? James is about 16. Ooh. It's an apprenticeship. We're in ride. It's like 1812. You said 17 something. Yeah, but he's 16, so he aged. And that is how time works. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I will accept that time works. Uh, I'm going to go with wanking. Okay. <laughs> it's good to learn from someone who knows. <laughs> but if there's any young people in the audience and an old man offers to... Do you know, I hadn't thought that through. <laughs> I'm sticking with wanking. <laughs> Wait, I met Weldon. I'm so sorry. <laughs> See, I was going to say blacksmith. Uh-huh. But that's... That's similar to that. To so wanking. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a boat town. Maybe he's training him to be a fisherman. Nice. Okay, any advance on a wanking fisherman? Old, old Razza Beasley. Does he... Razza Beasley. Razza Beasley. Does he own that, that bookshop in Ride that's like on four <laughs> levels with the, uh, the outhouse <laughs> out the back? I'm going to say second-hand books. <laughs> okay. That's all oh, I know nice. about Ride, but they're really good. <laughs> he was taught to sail. Hey! 
Yes. So I'd say, Katie, you were closest. Um, I got a little clap. Thank you. <laughs> I thought, was that the woman from Ride? Probably not. <laughs> She's left. She's gone. Um, but then as soon as he blasted sailing, he went straight into smuggling. Straight in. Ooh. And there was a time in like 1812 or whatever, but it was estimated that two, two thirds... <laughs> Two thirds, maths is impossible. Two thirds of the Isle of Wight was involved in smuggling. <laughs> Siri, show me made up stats. <laughs> <laughs> really, is that true though? That's a true ish fact, <laughs> yes. Smuggling what? Garlic? Yeah. <laughs> expensive theme parks. Well, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said to Toby, use all your Isle of Wight knowledge, they'll love it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Use it against them. (laughs) (laughs) But that is my question to you, is what was big smuggling business on the Isle of Wight? Oh, I'm going to go with wanking. (laughs) (laughs) No, what would they need? Second-hand books. (laughs) Second-hand books. (laughs) All right. They've got garlic. We know that. Yeah. They're they're self-sufficient with garlic. People love smuggling brandy and salt and things like that. So I'm going to say people. People, okay. (laughs) <laughs> I like to say, when you said brandy, somebody in the audience went. <gasps> <laughs> Maybe they're called brandy. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is funny because sure I've been all jovial, but now I want to be right. What, what, <laughs> what did you say? It. Nothing, because I want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way. Well, I okay, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna use logic for a moment. Nice. <laughs> Wait, let me finish. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they're smuggling stuff that has high taxes. Right, this nice. Is, there's wars and stuff. No, the wars are... <laughs> no, but there will be wars. There there's always, always war, wars. Katie. Okay. There's always a war. But, you know, everything went up. But that was the Napoleonic Wars. Everything went up. It, sometimes so it's, it's just educational, guys. <laughs> I think... Logic's different for everyone. <laughs> I think they started taxing loads of stuff. So what would they... I don't know what. I think they taxed China plates. I'm going to say sugar cane. They're smuggling that. Do you know what? It was tobacco, brandy, gin and tea. Okay. So you're right. You need China for the brandy. (laughs) You do need China for the tea. (laughs) So as James had grown up on the island, he had a very good knowledge of the coast. uh, And so was a very successful smuggler. However, by the 1820s, he gave up on that smuggling life. Why? Did he meet (gasps) someone and he wanted to do good for her? Yeah, he was like, wanking's over, baby. <laughs> I think or Toby, I'm going to pay for my two-piece sweets from now on. <laughs> Got a good woman. Oh, I, I think they lowered the taxes, and it was no longer cost-efficient to smuggle. <laughs> okay, okay, that's quite a good answer. Yeah. Um, you know? yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. Um, is it, though? <laughs> I wonder whether he fell in love with a customs man. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, like a real Romeo and Juliet thing. Yes. Nice. Might just pop back backstage and write that now. Write that, <laughs> write that erotic novel. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, basically, yeah, well, it was to do with the customs men, but it was to do with the customs men and the police. Basically, they got steam-powered vessels, and they were able to sort of find him in his uh, oh. find him in his yacht. They were just they were faster than his yacht, and he was like, "This isn't going to work anymore because they oh. have got a faster boat than mine." So okay. he decides to change jobs. He's like, "Okay, I can't smuggle anymore." Okay. But before he changes jobs, I just want to share with you a little bit about what Captain James was like as a man, because I think when something's over two hundred years old, you don't always get to know what this person is like as a person. And I found a quote, and it said, although he was sometimes funny and agreeable, James Stallard was by no means a pleasant man. (laughs) So you feel like you know one, don't you? 
It's not wrong. <laughs> so by the time he gives up smuggling, James has got married to Jane. He did find that lady. And he's had a few children. So what job do you think he does? Now he's got a family to support. Does he go for something like sensible or does he go outlandish again and do something illegal? What do you think he's up to? What's James, this unpleasant man? What is he up to? Bus driver. <laughs> That's what the Isle of Wight needs. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's thrilling. <laughs> Scratches an itch, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Does he double down and okay. become a con man? Ooh, nice. Any advance on con man, Katie? From smuggler to swindler. <laughs> the I James like whatever the fucker's name was story. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got the measure of him. I can't... <laughs> I gave you that one quote, Katie. <laughs> I can't work out. I feel like he's... he's He's funny and unpleasant. He's every male comedian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that then. <laughs> so yeah. he becomes a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was smuggling. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, he does what a lot of people from Ventnor and the Isle of Wight do. He goes to Australia. Oh. Yeah, off that's he goes. It's not, not our job. No, it's not. It's very true. But he's heard about the discovery of gold out there. Um, and he's got a yacht, and he's like, I guess I could make it to Australia. So he sails his yacht. A yacht? How big is that? Okay. I d <laughs> to Australia for the Isle of Wight? Yeah. Bloody hell. <laughs> when does a boat become a yacht? Anyone from cows. <laughs> <laughs> he takes his oldest son with him, uh, who I presume is like a teenager and not four or five. <laughs> be an absolute nightmare. He's a notorious <laughs> four-year-old bubblegum thief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it all goes wrong for Captain James in Australia. Uh, what happens? Hang on, he gets there. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well played. I... Well played him. I'm Hats surprised. Off to him. I'm surprised too. Yeah. It all goes wrong. Yeah. Sorry if anyone needs a piss right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one needs one more than me, so. <laughs> um, did he only bring summer clothes, but it's winter? <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah, I'm not watching the Women's World Cup at the moment, and I'm like, oh my God. It's not Australia, yeah. but it's winter. It's raining. <laughs> he forgot to bring his ID. <laughs> okay, uh. nice. Well, what happens is his son gets a fever and dies. Hilarious. Uh, I was, yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> just because I thought it was funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> To lighten the mood after death, can I just point, can I just point out because we're in a tent? I know this will not translate to the people listening. Does that look like a ladder to you? And do you want to climb it so bad? Because <laughs> I just keep going like I'm having a great time, but also <laughs> in five minutes. Okay, that's for the trapeze. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. Okay. I mean, they've, they've they've tied it up, but like I reckon you could probably unspool that. And, uh, Right, show of hands. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Who wants us? I'm Who really wants sorry. to see a pregnant woman fly? <laughs> oh, what well, a lot of hands in the air. Okay, okay. Drunk women solving crime. Scattered a dee bop a doo bottle. Wow, hey, it's time to give a patron shout. And I'm improvising this, so I don't know how it'll turn out. We've got. Tony D and we've got Ranny C and it's really lucky for me that those rhyme like that. Lucy Hurst, it's hard to rhyme with Hurst unless I say she burst. But oh geez, who would want to burst? Oh, scoobity doobity doobity da ba da da wow wow wow. Thank you for your support. 
on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Scooby dabba doobity daddle my nana wobbody get out of a bow. That's not part of the URL. Don't include that. I do apologize. Okay, so dead. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code program for a four week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. Yeah, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm listening. Well done for bringing it back. He also doesn't find any gold, and he has to sell his yacht. Yes, and he decides to make his way back to the Isle of Wight. Now, sans oh. yacht, how does he get back to the island? Well, well why, I mean, he sell his yacht, buy a JCB, and dig for opal. If that's, <laughs> if I know anything about Australia from <laughs> from Quest TV, it's. Uh, <laughs> It's that and some dynamite, and that's it. You're golden. I do love having men on the podcast sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> He's done that wrong. What she needs to do is uh... we, we do get it. We do get a lot more JCB mentions. Yeah. <laughs> Every question sometimes. I'd say a hundred percent more mentions of JCB. <laughs> Any advance on uh, uh, the does man someone answer? Someone try to sell him a Fiesta with differently shaped wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, the sensible answer. He probably like gets like a job on a boat that's going back to the UK. But wouldn't it be more fun if he like mails himself or something? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fi finally gets onto the island and DHL cannot fucking deliver him. <laughs> that's a good guess though, a merchant. I merchant what are they, and then what? Do they just send it back? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, send it back to the no, depot. No, Melbourne. <laughs> Truth is I don't know. It's just in the thing it said that he goes back. So I just wondered if you guys knew. I guess that easy. (laughs) So he gets back to ride and he finally decides on a job that keeps him on the island. Uh, It keeps him in ride. It's legal. Not a lot of jobs in ride are. And (laughs) it's a very common job on the island because we have so many of them. What was it? What did he do? Did he ride a moped? Okay, a moped. Loads of those fuckers. But like, was he uh, was he running a pub? A pub. Oh, you're so clever. I'm just giving really wrong answers here. <laughs> Taylor, any advance on oh, pub? I was going to go back to fishermen. Do you know what? Pub is correct. So, oh, Mum yeah. and Katie. Yeah. Yes. All right. Wow. We get rounds of applause for being right on the aisle. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't want any humour. I would want you to be correct. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was doing neither. <laughs> <laughs> I need to up my game. <laughs> he owned the Gem Inn in Ride, which was also known as the Undertaker's Arms, as it was so close to the cemetery. Okay. Bit of fun, bit well, of levity. Convenient that's for wakes. I bet they get a lot of wake <laughs> business. Great way to get over your bereavement, isn't it? <laughs> so he spends years running this pub, um, complaining about the price of brandy, telling endless stories about his smuggling days. He oh goes no. on and on and on. <laughs> then when they're in their 70s, we skip forward a few years, uh, Jane, his wife, dies, presumably of boredom. And <laughs> 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 Jane is dead. Captain Stallard is 74 years old, and this is where we finally get to the crime in this case. Oh. Yeah, you might have been thinking... I didn't realise there wasn't... It wasn't even (laughs) the smuggling. I figured it was the smuggling. But you've spoiled us. (laughs) So, what happens next is someone else comes into James's life. It's a woman. Who is she? And what does she want? Oh, shit. she from Shanklin? (laughs) (laughs) Those good-for-nothing Shanklin broads. (laughs) 
don't know anything about Shanklin. Yes, there is, there's a theatre in Shanklin. It's full of, full of depraved women, uh, also known as actors. It's the end of the line on the tiny train you have. <laughs> Good for nothing. I reckon she's from Australia. Oh, good eye. Let's get some soap opera going. She's his long lost daughter. No, she's not his long lost daughter. She's his daughter because he shagged around in Australia. Oh, golly. Nice. Oh, I like that. And she comes and she goes, you are my father. <laughs> Any advance on long lost daughter? I'm still reeling from a landlord complaining about the price of booze. <laughs> Should be. Surely it's his clients. <laughs> I d- a woman comes into his life. Is she a landlady? Oh, but we've been allowed to own property. I mean, I mean, I love why it was only about six years ago. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> has he, uh, uh, having a steady pub job, has he actually managed to put a bit of money aside, and she's going to take him for Ooh. all he's worth through a moida? Oh, bitches be crazy! <laughs> well, she is a twenty-four-year-old called Mary. Oh, so this is Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> she should have said that at the top. And she wants Captain James's hand in marriage, and within six months of his wife's death, she gets it. Oh dear. <gasps> he is 74. And sorry, Tobes, if I die. It's still hard, though. What? <laughs> I'm just saying, if I die, you are not. Like, like, no, no. There's, you're no, not. there's <laughs> no way in, in hell are you dying before me. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So it's just, just not logical in any way whatsoever. There's no <laughs> universe. <laughs> to be honest, though, like, I think that if you die at like 85, which I think is a, a nice age. I've <laughs> I'm not like, planning anything. I have planned to die at 35 because then our, our child will be 34 and they'll be able to deal with it. <laughs> right. I'm going to bring them up. Man, and I, you're just going to die now, then. Be, have a date in the calendar and then they can just like... Live their life accordingly and appreciate me. <laughs> Do you think 34 is a good year for a child to lose its father? I mean, it, yeah, I mean, could be younger. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, uh, I'm We're going to be I'm such good parents. I'm going to try my best. <laughs> my question to you guys is, how long before you remarry if your husband's done? <laughs> I'm only joking. Don't worry. <laughs> so, back to Mary and Captain James. <laughs> During Please, the first yeah. few months <laughs> of their marriage, something changes. What is it? his diet because she's poisoning him. Uh-oh. Any advance on diet? Where's that? Your model village. I was there today. What's that <laughs> town called? God- Godzilla. Godzilla. Boy, you really have been living it up. <laughs> <laughs> Do they decide to start the model village? <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, someone's like, no. <laughs> what changed her attitude towards him or something within the marriage change? Well, it could, right. be, it could be anything, Tobes. Yeah. Something changed. Don't question the questioner. I mean, <laughs> what's changed? It'll be her entire personality because <laughs> she was tricking him. Yeah, and he's still not dead yet. Get on yeah, with there's it. Some, there's some con here. Well, there is, it is a bit of a con because what she what changes is Captain Stallard's will. Oh. Ooh. It was made out in favour of his children and grandchildren, oh, but no. Mary got it changed to her in favour of her. The couple apparently argued a lot, and a few days before the crime, one of these arguments got physical. And although physical <laughs> abuse is not funny within a marriage, what happens between them is just so cartoonish right, okay. that I want to ask you, what do you think happens between these Anvil. two? An oh, anvil. An yeah. anvil. Okay. I was, yeah, I was going to go frying pan. <laughs> yeah. Or, no, a huge... She, she sat him on a big rocket and lit the fuse. <laughs> no, no, she painted. She painted a tunnel with a road going through it on, on a rock, and he, he ran straight into it. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> 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 
do. <laughs> is, is it that? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I mean, there's just one line in a thing about this, but uh, they had an argument and Captain James threw Mary out of a window. That, that is funnier. <laughs> yeah, <they're... laughs> I mean, the thing is, that's only funny in cartoons. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting a gasp, but now I feel terrible. <laughs> Ground floor, third floor. It's it gets funnier the higher you up. <laughs> You know, I was going to say, it's only yeah. funny if it's a bungalow, actually. <laughs> does, does she Take that. She it was, a, it was a Felix in a, window in a bungalow. In a skip full of banana skins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then a piano falls on her. Yeah. Well, I have no details of what happens other than he threw her out of a window. He must have been quite strong for 74. Or she must have been tiny, I don't know. Either way, Captain James. <laughs> She survives, she's fine, but they start living oh, okay. in two separate apartments. I mean, you would do. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day when it was possible to find somewhere to rent on the Isle of Wight. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, it's political. Preach. Uh, <laughs> Preach. So, on the night of the 7th of June, 1872, the crime happens. Now, any idea what the crime might be? I have no idea the crime still hadn't happened. This is, no. this is incredible. It's I know, this is the most yeah. crime that we've had before the crime. It's a lot of illegal stuff has happened. Yeah. But like, the brandy was trafficked at the start. That's like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what time of day? What? <laughs> it was the 7th of June, 1872. Oh, I thought you said the time of day. Hey, one of them things. is going to kill the other. It's just a matter of who. Okay. And I leave you with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like we're ramping up to a murder. <laughs> <laughs> Name Katie, of your Katie has resting sarcasm voice. <laughs> it's like the best. I'm having a really great time. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, um, I okay, no, I've got it. Okay, I tell you what. No, because that wouldn't be a crime. I was gonna say, <laughs> okay, what I want to happen is an intervention where all the kids get together and go, look, Dad, we don't like this crazy lady. Change your will back, because we want your money, please. Oh, I'm interested in the uh, getting involved in that one, do the kids kill her? Ooh. The kids who've been cut out of the well. Yeah. So they the only way to get her. back into the yeah, well is to yeah. get rid of her. Yeah. Wow. Do they even know, though? Do they throw her out of a window? <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> 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 it's getting old. <laughs> I think if she has changed his will and gotten to the trouble that you would have to go to as a woman to change paperwork yeah. <laughs> in that time, I think she kills him. Oh, Because okay. I think she's so invested. And she's been thrown out a fucking window. She's mad. <laughs> this lady's mad. <laughs> okay. I feel like she's owed something. Yeah. 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 I'm on her side, totally. <laughs> well, she gets hers because... That night, Mary visited James at midnight in his apartment. Then Dong. again... <laughs> Dong. We, we, no, we're going to heal them all. <laughs> Dong. I'm going to climb up the ladder now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, go, sorry. Uh, then again at 3 a.m. Oh, what? It's quicker. Do the, do the noises. People want it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Dong. <laughs> <laughs> I changed the note. That was weird. Dong. Um, <laughs> And then she calls again at 5.30 a.m. Dong. <laughs> and a half. <laughs> and she finds Captain James, and I quote, stiff in death. Ooh, Ooh girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your sex time. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Oh, <my> <laughs> He's 74. But <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> so James's son immediately <laughs> accuses Mary of murder. Because you would. So an inquest is set. For a couple of days later. Now, where does the inquest take place? At a pub. Which pub? It really 
did. What? At his the gym. Pub, his at the gym. Pub. At his pub. Why not at the court? <laughs> Everything happened in pubs in the past. It's fantastic. Yeah, they did loads. They of need to bring this back. All of the cases we do that are old. Yeah. it's like the, it was the court. It it's was like the, all right, board board games is fun, but what about a court? <laughs> <laughs> most most justice in Ventnor is meted out in the Crab and Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yes. No, you're correct. Well done. Yay. Out in the back, in that little <laughs> that little dark side alley. <laughs> Or the pub gardens, think yeah. of <laughs> Keep the noise down. Yeah. Come on, Dave. It's not a garden, Dave. But, um, People um, outside of this island are going to love this episode. <laughs> mm. We'll just call it Inside Jokes. <laughs> All the Americans are going, what's an aisle? <laughs> so, yes, the inquest in the pub. So Mary stood accused uh, because not only was it suspicious she'd visited three times in the night, yeah. uh, also she found <laughs> the body. Was she acting out Dickens? Or oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. He became a much well, better man. Also, how do we know that she visited him three times in the night? I think she admitted this. She said that that's, oh, that's okay. what happened. Mm -hmm. And she's changed the will, but also because of something she said to Georgia Stallard, who was James's granddaughter, a day before the murder. What did she say to Georgia Stallard? I love it. I did it. This was the day before I, I the it. murder. Before, before the wedding. <laughs> we got the Isle of Wight's greatest detective <laughs> in. <laughs> I never did it. What? I mean, no, I haven't done it yet. Nothing. I never did nothing yet. <laughs> maybe, maybe she said, oh, he, he's looking a bit peaky. Okay. Did you say oh. me and your me and your grandfather are making uh, stiff and death tonight? So <laughs> stay away from <laughs> stay away from the house and uh, ignore all those. <laughs> we do it three times. Ignore oh. the film crew and the. Uh, yeah. Or maybe she said, "Don't come round." Ooh, okay. I think she said, "I'm gonna kill your father." <laughs> grandfather, grandfather. It's grandfather. Grandfather. Well, apparently Georgia had been complaining about her grandfather's moods, and Mary said to Georgia, oh, give him a penny worth of arsenic. I'll show you how. <gasps> oh. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think happens? Is she found guilty? Well, do, do they find arsenic in the body? Well, James's son does demand a post-mortem to be done on his father's body, but it doesn't happen. But what a thing to say before. If you were planning to kill someone, you wouldn't say that the day before. Very true. I mean, I would find her innocent, but I feel that the crab and lobster found her guilty. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's swift, the swift, yeah. of the crab and lobster. Swift justice at the crab. <laughs> it's sort of hiding in plain sight. Word order. <laughs> she's, or she's either super cocky or possibly innocent, but she doesn't sound very innocent. Okay, okay. Uh, Katie you don't know her. This is <laughs> <laughs> Well, the judge decides against a post-mortem and says that he thinks Mary had made her comment in jest. Good man. <laughs> judge, judge Toby Williams presiding. <laughs> Just, I love that. Just like, she seems like a bit of a laugh, actually. It should be admissible yeah. uh, as evidence for the defence. Or had she moved on to the judge, though, do you think? Oh. Am I right? Once a slut. <laughs> <laughs> I speak from experience. <laughs> <laughs> so Captain James's death was re uh, recorded as apoplexy, which is essentially a, a, a stroke. And Mary walks free with... It is? Um, I think so. That's oh, I always... That 
that just meant you're really surprised. Yeah, and really I angry. Thought, no, he like, died of being furious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He died of rage. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Mary walks free with all his money. Whoa! Um, yeah. So why, why aren't the audience applauding? <laughs> <laughs> well done, Mary. Well done. Wow. Um, yes. Well, Hannah, that's not a crime. If <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Too right. Here's to marrying older men and killing them for their money. Cheers! Yes. I haven't got any. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. You must get residuals on spec savers. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I, I know. I've, I've, they pay I've, it all up I front. I get, like, royalty. I've, got, I've had, like, about 14p from Paddington <laughs> right, once. That was a great day. You went out I and went, got I some went, sweets. I went to the sweet shop and I stole. had to steal everything because nothing's 14p anymore. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment in the show where we get someone up from the audience to tell us about a time they've been a victim of a crime. By a show of hands... Has anyone, surely not on the Isle of Wight, been a victim of a crime? Oh, hang on, down in front. In Everybody give her a round of applause! <laughs> Take the ladder. Join us. Tell me, what is your name? Stacy. Stacy. Now, Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, have you ever been? I'm absolutely shattered, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the victim of a crime. I have, yes. Go on. So I was a child. Oh. Right? And we came back home, and the house was a mess, <gasps> and somebody had stolen my brother's shotgun Ooh. and you my are? mother's perfume. Oh. Hang on. You were a child, and your brother had a shotgun. <laughs> Do I detect a North American <laughs> accent? <laughs> yes! <laughs> it is a thing where I come from, yes. Okay, wow. where are you from? Georgia. Okay. So your brother's my first shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know uh, Fisher Price did shotguns. <laughs> my uh, little shotgun. They <laughs> <laughs> get them when they're 12. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the house is a mess, and the shotgun is gone. Yeah. I drink. I drinks. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. As well as? As my mother's Germaine Montiel perfume. <gasps> Who's Germaine Montiel? Well, is it was that also like a, a talk thing. show host? <laughs> Do you mean Maybe like it's the wrong word. <laughs> you get a shotgun. It was expensive perfume. Yeah, it's fancy, but my mum had sisters in America and they sent her perf one of them sent her perfume once and she guarded this perfume with her life. Like Yeah, it was a pretty bottle. It had little yeah. like a little ball on the top, a little crystal ball. Those yeah. are two interesting choices. I know, right? Was there nothing else missing? No. Oh. The dog was really scared and under the bed. Oh, what a shitty dog! <laughs> uh, no, you don't uh, get a dog, son. I oh, dog was there the whole time. Oh. It was a poodle. Oh, <laughs> okay. A little one. No, you're right. We should. A miniature poodle. Perfume and a shotgun. That was the original name of Guns and Roses, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it needs it's to be snappier, Axel. It was good. It was good. It's weird because it's those just those two things being missing makes it feel like they knew they were there and they were there yeah. for those things. Yeah. The house was a we mess. We did worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like, so does that make you? Did you find them? Was it someone? Does it? Was it someone you knew? Did you find who it was? Well, I think the police did, but I don't know much about that. Oh, I oh, don't. Tell my you. mother didn't tell us too much. Oh, oh that oh. feels like it was like your dad or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Do you oh have any other siblings? It feels like it was them. I do have another, I do have other siblings, but they weren't there. They didn't live with us. That's where, interesting. Yeah, your mum. Where in Georgia did you live? Were you in a city or is Athens. this country? Athens, Georgia. That's actually in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> My God, so thick. I mean. Wow. <laughs> did the police come around and do like prints and I just. Like, yeah, yeah, they, they did the whole it? thing, and did. that was all very exciting. Wow. When yes. so, yeah, when somebody steals two specific things from your house and nothing else, it means that they've been to your house before. Was yeah, your, bro was was your brother just devastated because he had to walk all the way to Walmart <laughs> 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 to get another gun <laughs> and bring it all the way back? And it took like 20 minutes. He was bummed. Daffy Duck shotgun. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was just bummed. <laughs> no more shooting squirrels. Wow. Why do you... Why, I can't say that on the island. Why? We love our squirrels. <laughs> We're all fucking everything. <laughs> no, it would have been, been grey ones. They didn't shoot squirrels. I'm just they kidding. They would have been shooting grey ones. The grey bastards. <laughs> hey. oh my God. <laughs> he had to go back to the BB gun. Okay. okay. Not the way I saw this going. <laughs> <laughs> the culture wars have hit squirrels. <laughs> How old were you, if you don't mind me asking, when this happened? I think I was about, well, he would have been 12, so I'd have been 14. He was, he was 12? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck no, it. he was 12. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. What, um, <laughs> what gun did you have? A BB gun. Oh, yeah. Okay. Girls that didn't get like shotguns. Is that yeah, like feminism? When yeah. did you get your first AR-15? <laughs> Kind of anti-gun. Oh. <laughs> what about your first choice? Oh, you stole it. <laughs> Sold. Ooh, send it a message. You wanted your mother's perfume and you wanted to get rid of your brother's gun. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what? Yeah, I mean, we don't often like to accuse the victim. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Sorry. No, no, no. You know I what? mean, the clues are there. You just, as <laughs> as Lloyd you know, they, said. they did arrest someone, you think? Yeah, yeah. You just they, don't know they, they did they, find somebody. They smelt really Who good. did you fit up for? <laughs> well, that was what we thought. <laughs> we could follow the you scent. Can, yeah. So my brother and I tried to kind of to see dead if we could squirrel. discover. Yeah, what well, using the useless poodle. Well, we went around school sniffing people to see <laughs> if <laughs> It's just we such an interesting them. two items yeah. to yeah. take. It's odd. It's <laughs> <laughs> the sound of the theft. I want, I want oh. to feel powerful, but also smell good. Exactly. <laughs> Who doesn't? Oh, we can't ask for much that more than that, can we? No, that's a fascinating well, tale. Well, I mean, Thank apart you. from accusing you, um, <laughs> apologies. I hope that has... Yeah, I should apologize for that. Yeah. <laughs> but I all the clues were there, so guys. Much. I think the audience is with me. <laughs> Do you live on the Isle of Wight now? Yeah, yeah, we live in Vintner. Oh, wow, that's yeah. fantastic. How long have you been over here? About a year, just over a year. We should probably just take this backstage now. <laughs> <laughs> got, got so many other questions. Why did you go to Vintner? Um, wanted to live near the sea, wanted to, oh. yeah, just always wanted to This is the best place in the world. Oh, well, what a lovely yeah. way to end this. I hope that's yeah. given you closure. And uh, here is your prize, a bottle of Prosecco. Oh yes, that's for you. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> what a beautiful story. It was definitely her, though. <laughs> we'll take this to the crab and lobster. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming. Thank you to the Fringe for having us. And we've had a lovely time. I hope you have... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean... <laughs> no!
I would um, love to say it, but I, I could not. For the, for the listeners. cash on the stage. Let's see what happens. Oh, God. For the listeners, Taylor was going to climb the ladder, but now she's demanding cash. <laughs> <laughs> and before this goes too far, I will bid you good night. Thank you very much, Redno. We drank this on Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.